Hello, and welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, creeping up on you. Like the holidays that are coming ooh so quickly. Do you hear me? It's Christmas Eve. I'm tiptoeing around your house. This is me, tiptoeing around, whispering in all the people's ears as they sleep, dreaming of their Christmas gifts that they'll open tomorrow morning. Who knows what you might get? You might get some nice advice, and you might get some coal. You don't know. But we're happy to have you every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. And I say it every episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep doing that. That I want you to give the gift of J-Train this holiday season. Okay? Put me in the, the driveway with a bow on it like a Mercedes. Of me, a picture, a big cardboard cutout of me with a bow on it, and I want your wife to run out and go, "Whoa!" But you gotta spread the word and tell a friend, cause we're coming into the new year. A friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. J-Train Podcast, bringing you into the new year. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. We got Shelby on the ones and twos. What's up? Happy holidays. No, we're, this is a Merry Christmas podcast. <laughs> You're right. We're saying Merry Christmas We again. say Merry Christmas on this podcast. Fuck that happy holidays bullshit. That's right. Very happy to be here. It's a Tuesday, but for you, it's Christmas Eve. That's right. My favorite, this is my favorite time of the year. I love Christmas Eve. I love Christmas Day. Um, because as a Jew, I have nothing to do. And everyone is rushing around me. And I just sit back with a cigar, feet up, watching men worry about the gifts that they're going to get their wives on the last night. Oh, nothing feels better than watching someone else stressed with the holidays. Love it. Shelby, good to have you back. Good to see you too. Very excited about today's guest. Hold She's on. Back. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Christmas Eve. Yes, it is. I got something for you. Do, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me? Yeah. Okay. Close your eyes. Okay, eyes are closed. You too, guest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we haven't introduced the guest yet. All right. Shelby, I can hear him. I can hear his feet tap, tap, tapping around. What a, a rattle at my clatter at my at my. You can tell you're a Jew. You have no idea. No, how I don't know to any describe of the... <laughs> any of this right now. <laughs> I don't know any of those Christmas words. A mistletoe at my 
foe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. Open your eyes. Oh my God. This is the most ridiculous. Shelby, I'm going to put these on Instagram. <laughs> they are J Train Podcast Condoms. condoms. <laughs> Holy shit, Shelby. <laughs> this is an amazing gift. What, where did you get this? Is Oh my God. I'm going to, you know, my girlfriend and I are off the stuff. But we're gonna use <laughs> we're gonna use them just for you, and I'm gonna think of you. These are J Train podcast condoms. I, I we gotta give these out as Shelby. Thank you. I got I, I I mean, unbelievable. We have to give these away. You slip them in somebody's uh, <laughs> pocket in a meet and greet line. I love this so much. J Train podcast condoms. I'm gonna put them up with the picture we put on Instagram. Yeah. This is an amazing... I mean, they look ridiculous. They know. I mean... It's a very judgmental face. It's yeah, like, it's, it's the cover of the podcast on a po- on a condom. Being like, are you sure? Rapper. Yeah, yeah. are you... Mm. <laughs> it's just me making a noise like that. Wow. And they're safe? These are real condoms? They're 100% FDA real. 100% real. Wow. Shelby, thank you. That's You're welcome. And here I am, giftless. Mm-hmm. But I... Listen, we do our gifts. I do my gifts. Off, 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 fly. Listen, this the podcast is the gift. Oh, Shelby. <laughs> oh, my, my nuts have been feathered. This is the feathering of a lifetime. Go on my Instagram and check it out. I, I mean, the the here the crowd here at Feather Nation Studios is touched and excited. Wow, I don't. I'm speechless. Yeah, it's a really, it's a very thoughtful gift. What a thought, and that's what the the most special gifts yeah. at all when you know. Someone took time yeah. to make it happen. For you. Shelby, thank you. You're and welcome. listen, here's my gift to you. Shelby's Instagram is at Classic Shell. Oh, thanks. Okay, I want everyone to go follow him. <laughs> I'll give him the gift of a plug. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Very excited about today's guest. Uh, returning to the podcast, an OKP, original yes. key player. We yeah. can all Very breathe excited. a sigh of relief. It's a guest we've heard before. Chloe Hilliard, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me, Jerry. It's such a pleasure. Yes. I, I what these condoms. Yeah. What would you do if a guy was like, I'm ready to fuck? Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and you were like, get out that condom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, his favorite podcast host was on the cover <laughs> of the podcast. What would you say? Oh my! If I didn't know the podcast, I would be like, mm, "That's a little extreme." <laughs> oh man, I'm yeah. so freaking horny. <laughs> but if I knew the podcast, I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." I mean, you got not, it. You, you I mean, wouldn't use it though. I would keep it as a novelty. Yeah, you got to like frame it, put it up on the wall. Yeah, I would just have it in like somewhere. If, if there's women out there, we got to send these out to some women. Like, put them in your drawer. Like, yeah, I would be if I saw that in a woman's drawer. I'd be like. Like it would, it would interrupt the sex. <laughs> it's, it a like, it's a conversation starter. It's a conversation starter that yeah. you're like, like this. Conversations are over at this point. Well, also, think about it this way: What if they use it and they still get pregnant, and then they'll sue yeah, you? Yeah, then it's like, ah, Jared, <laughs> I'm writing to you with a very different email today. Yeah, I'm in their Law and Order SVU episode. Yeah, like what if something goes horribly wrong, and yeah. they're like. 
And the only thing at the scene <laughs> was a rapper. What the hell is this? Yeah, what the hell is this? They pick it up with a tong. Yep. yep. It's like your face a on Jewish it. face yep. on the it's front like of the a, condom. It's like a serial killer's calling card. Yeah, they do kind of look serial killer sick fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, we're so pumped to have you here. I want you guys to do me uh, a solid, okay? Chloe's hilarious. She's fantastic. Her Instagram is at Chloe underscore Hilliard. You can find her on my account. I'll have her tagged up the wazoo. Um, Right now, she is in pre-sale. You have written a book. I have written a book. You have written a book that speaks to me. It speaks to my soul. I I talk a lot about on this podcast and stand-up in my Instagram everywhere. I talk about, you know, my... My anxiety is about the health and wellness industry. Mm-hmm. It is called Fuck Your Diet. Yes, it I is. I think there's a lot of listeners who would love this. And I've read a portion of the book. Mm-hmm. I read, and it's really, it's not about diet. To me, from what I yeah. read, it didn't seem it was about diets. It was seemingly coming to terms with, this is the body God gave yes. you. Go through life. If you could exactly. explain the book, because yes. I don't want to explain it for you, but that's, okay. that was the feeling I got. <laughs> it is a collection of funny and insightful and well-researched essays about my experience with body image and body weight. I was a fat kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I look at like different things that happen in this country, like food policy and politics that influence okay. how we eat. Things you don't even realize. So, I mean, and you're a journalist. Yes by trade yes. right so yes. you know i can the the listeners can trust i can speak mm-hmm. to that they can trust it's gonna be a well-informed it well-written is. it book. is very well-informed and it's also very funny and it also deals with like my anxieties my insecurities and my like you know follies being you know a big girl because i think what we don't realize and when you tell somebody who's like overweight like oh just do x y and z yeah, it's yeah, like it's, that doesn't work I, for everybody I've been raging against this new thing and i would love to hear what you think mm-hmm. about it intuitive eating Oh yeah, I no. like go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's just like, like <laughs> that's like telling someone just you know just feel better. Yeah, just like that's telling a depressed person to take a walk. Yeah, and the thing is like everybody's body is different. Yeah, and so I mean I've been on a diet. I mean I'm not on a diet anymore. Like I don't have that diet mentality sure. anymore. Which I it also got further cemented like as i was writing this book and i was thinking back and writing back on things that i did like from you know bad bad ill-advised diets and pills and everything to being like why the fuck am i subjecting myself to this when i could just moderate what i intake and just exercise and then figure out what foods work for me because that's a whole nother thing like some foods just don't work for you and i I didn't realize that i get that yeah i'm off hummus it's the worst i yeah i can't do chickpeas i I used to eat hummus all the time i (laughs) I can't do chickpeas. I can't do bananas, mangoes, coconut. Yeah, the seventh cashews. sprint to the <sighs> bathroom. And I was like, I don't, don't think this is the life for me. Yeah, and yeah. also you realize that, you know, your body changes every seven years. Yeah. So just scientifically, there's certain things that you used to be Every to seven eat. years, that's a, that's a yeah, real thing? Yeah, every seven years, every seven years, your, your cells regenerate. So your body changes over Got the course it. of your lifetime. So there's maybe things that you could eat and then you realize I can't eat this shit anymore. Yeah. Like what happened? I have like I have a low um a very small like gluten intolerance. So like if I eat pizza for years I would eat pizza and they'd be like, Why do I feel like I have a knot in my chest? And is it is the crust still going down? Sure. <laughs> and then now I'm like, Oh dumb dumb, that's fucking a gluten intolerance. You yeah. didn't even realize it. So there's other things that when people just say, just do this, it's like you have to really know your body. And I think also what we don't realize in this country is that a lot of Americans live in what we call, you're in Harlem. Harlem is a food desert. Mm-hmm. 
which means that you don't have supermarkets nearby. Now you have some now because Not, people it, like you moved in. And uh, <laughs> I came food. here with my Whole Foods. Yeah, in my Whole back Foods pocket. is safe. Yeah. yeah, we did it. You're welcome, Harlem. <laughs> but, but even even in Middle America, there are large portions of the country where mm-hmm. they have to drive to a supermarket, and that's why Walmart is open 24 hours because people have to get groceries. Yeah. And also, when you have a food desert, which means you don't have access to like quality foods, then all the fast food companies come in and they make it a food swamp. So that's why you have a chicken place and a Popeyes and a McDonald's on every fucking corner. They're like going to shop for groceries at like the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the bodegas mm-hmm. had to have been some sort of response. I mean, that's why you go to a bodega and you're like, how do they have, they have heads of lettuce here? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like they were, you know. And, and a beat up tomato and yeah. a little piece of garlic. And because you're just, you're just trying to get something. And so when you live in these conditions, even though we're a first world country, like mm-hmm. even, I'm not just talking about like the poor black and brown people, but like even white Americans eat like shit and yeah. they don't even realize that they're being subjective to, to like terrible food conditions. Sure. Because they're just like, well, I have a drive through and it's like, yeah, but you're eating three of your meals through a fucking drive-thru and, and and three or meals and that have nothing yeah you're getting nothing out of them yeah. it's high calorie low mm-hmm. density ty- yeah. type of thing and it's like yeah i mean but i love the personalization of it. oh like yeah. i love like because i feel you i've grown up thinking about my weight my whole life my whole life and it's like i've been telling a joke now but this like legitimately happened i i talked about weight stuff on stage mm-hmm. and a woman stood up and was like screamed at me you're not fat Oh yeah, me too. And, and, to me too. Yeah. It's like you don't need to do. Yeah, you know, insecurity is a personal thing. Yeah, it and, is, and it's, it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, what people do. And the reason mm-hmm. they're saying that is like, well, don't think you are because then what do you think of me? Yeah, and and it's like, this is such a touchy subject. You can't stop eating. Mm-hmm. You can't go cold turkey yeah. on food. Yeah. Like and. People's relationship with food is the most personal relationship you have. Yeah. I mean, unless you have like, you know, the perfect, whatever you consider to be perfect body. But if you don't, like, I think most people grapple with food and their relationship with food and how you punish yourself or reward yourself with food. Yeah. And, you know, like I, my, my mom put me on my first diet when I was probably like, like 10, 11. Okay. And it was this terrible powdered shake. And then okay. it was so nasty. And then when I would refused it, then she started like sending me to school. Actually, no, that's a lie. I was younger than 10 because she sent me to elementary school with Slim Fast. And so how do you explain that to other kids? I write about it like, in my book. She write- covered she in her mind, she covered it with foil Hilarious. and like they wouldn't notice and just be like, tell them you have a milkshake for lunch. And so at first it worked for like three days and they was like, what? wait, what? <laughs> how'd she get a milkshake in a metal can? What's your mom do? Is she a wizard? And then like, yeah, it's wizard. And then some people are like, well, I want a milkshake. Yeah. And then they're asking people like, where does she get a milkshake? And then one person's like, my mom drinks yeah, that. Yeah. Like, and that was it. Game it, over. Over. Oh, yeah. I, listen, I, I, there's so many things. I talked about it on, uh, I do a Patreon episode, patreon.com slash Jared Fried, little plug city. I talked about trying on clothes in a in a store. I was getting a new suit mm-hmm. and I have this like anxiety about trying on clothes yeah. going back. And I talked a lot about it. And, like someone wrote a comment like that they were like, 
It was nice to hear. Mm-hmm. And I and just my anxieties with like trying on clothes because I used to go get clothes with my mom. And then if like something doesn't fit, it turned into like a trial. A whole thing. A whole thing. It's like, people, well, let's people move People come in. People come in. Yeah. Oh, the, my like, God. Sales people. Oh, I have the thing. Be right there. Come back now. You got five people in the fucking and, dressing room with you. And, tugging and your at mom's your pants. questioning you going, how could that not fit? It's like, I don't know. Why are we asking this question yeah. right now? Yeah. And then it becomes. Um, and then I remember going to try something on now and like someone was helping me out. And they were like, and I was like, ah, oh, the pants don't fit. And I got that like queasiness. Yeah. And then they go, oh, I always get the other pants. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yep. the life, this, uh, this became, it was like almost like conquering a fear. Yeah. But those types of person, I, I taught that on Patreon and it was, it wasn't difficult for me to talk about, but like, it was definitely an unboxing of mm-hmm. emotions. And it was nice to have someone comment being like, wow, thank you. I, it was nice to hear. Yeah, because you don't realize like what, all the stuff that you carry from your childhood to now. Totally. Like, you don't even realize. Like when I was writing this book, I was just like, oh my gosh, I had so much stuff that happened to me. I was bullied because I also I was tall. So I'm mm-hmm. the tall, I was always the tallest kid. The, the tallest kid, the youngest kid, and the biggest kid. Yeah. So it was like a trifecta of fuckery. Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and so since I was always the other, it all every everything was noticed. Everything that I did was noticed. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember being like, okay, I'm just going to try and minimize myself. Let me just try to like not be seen, not like cause a stir. Interesting. And it didn't matter because, yeah. I mean, I, they just was going to bully me. And like whenever they were in the mood, sure. it was just like, let's see what Chloe's doing. Also, oh, you're someone that takes attention off of them and their yeah. insecurities. yeah. Yeah. And, but with the beautiful thing I think about this book is reading that one passage mm-hmm. where it was, you're like, you, you know, if you could tell the story a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, you picked up a white dude. <laughs> and it was like the experience See, of watching him. Yes. Like be with a woman or the mm-hmm. type of woman mm-hmm. he'd never been with before. Yeah. And, yeah, this is the thing. See, people think just because you may have low self-esteem um, or you're overweight that nobody wants to fuck you, which is... Not the truth. Not the truth. I well, I I always the, <laughs> something I've said on this podcast a lot is like everyone is there's if you go to the porn any porn website mm-hmm. on the left side there's all these different particulars yeah and so there's somebody whacking off to all Everything. of those things yes so there's a guy whacking off to foot to feet yep you're someone's foot yeah and I know that doesn't sound like <laughs> a very glowing way to put it but I'm saying I'm someone's foot too yeah. someone looks at me and is like whoa mm-hmm. and someone looks at me and goes ugh you know like it's a, yeah people it, don't realize it, it. Yeah, yeah I I I'm I'm not the biggest I've ever been like. I've been bigger than I am right now, like mm-hmm. much bigger than I am. And I used to get hit on all the time, all the time. And, and so this one particular guy, I was out at a club and um, and he was white. It was like a like a mix, like hip hop. You made him sound like Beto Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, uh, I would say like, like boat shoes. He had the whole look. Yeah. Me, like 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 that was the kind of the look, but like a little like Channing Tatum swag. Okay. You know, it's like, hot. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we just like, it like was his just, polo was untucked. Yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. And it just like, we just, it was just like, we just locked eyes. It yeah. was just so random. And you know, you know, when you're in another city, you're like I'm not from here, so I can do 
some ho shit. I'm going to be a little bit <laughs> off center of what I usually yes. am. Yes. And it was just like instant and just ravenous and just, you know, went back to the hotel and it was good. But yeah. I could tell the thing that like kind of like, you know how you're in the middle of the action and you're just like, oh, this is going really well. Sure. But then like he would say little things that took me out of it. Like he would just comment like all my skin like, oh, I love your black skin or your 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 <laughs> full lips are so full. And I was just like, calm the fuck down. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is, this is the fet. I know this is a fetish. This is but like, becoming a. Uh, it's more than me just me. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I I I don't understand that, but I understand it. <laughs> like like I I could see under yeah, but I think what the beauty of that is like someone's gonna read that and mm-hmm. be like, wow, you spoke to me. Yeah, and that's why I like the you know I think anyone who's listening right now, it's called fuck your diet. Um, if you felt these feelings that we're talking about right now. You're going to love the book, and it's in pre-sale right now. Yes. Um, you can go to fyourdiet.com to order your pre-sale. fyourdiet.com. Mm-hmm. The link is in your Instagram yes. bio. So yep. at Chloe underscore Hilliard. So knock them both out. Follow Chloe. Click the link. Pre-order. It comes out in January. Yes. Um, so again, if you're like sitting there being like, I don't know, I don't know. You'll get all the previews and you can buy it in January when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I have so. an ama- You know, uh, Amy Schumer gave me a great quote. She's on the Love front it. cover. Love Wanda it. Sykes gave me a great quote. It's so- a very good quote. It's a very interesting <laughs> quote. <laughs> That's the only yeah, time President. I will accept that use <laughs> of Donald Trump's. <laughs> all right. So, and Chloe's hilarious. She's a fantastic yeah. comic. So all of you go follow at Chloe underscore Hilliard. It'll be on my profile along with the uh, J-Train condoms. <laughs> um, I, I just want to... Let's get to the emails. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. I did have a little... So I did an alone episode. So every now and again, I do an alone yeah. episode to get through a bunch of emails. Um, and it was told to me that they didn't like the long intros. And mm. I was like, that's okay. I, I'll take... Let me hear the feedback. Okay. I, I got this email right in front of me titled, Long Intros Rule. <laughs> It's always one. Okay. <laughs> Keep the Thank long intros. Thank you. I uh, love to learn about the comics on your podcast. So I hope everyone learned about Chloe and I love them. You know, I like, you know, I think when it goes somewhere, when we have something to talk yeah. about, it's good. Uh, let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready. Um, randos from high school and the holidays. <laughs> okay. J Train, thanks for making my Tuesdays and Fridays a little bit brighter. I can't recommend you and your guests uh, advice enough to all my friends. I even mentioned Autumn's one plate holiday rule at my Weight Watchers meeting, and it had all the middle aged women shook. So we had, uh, so it's funny because we were talking about the health and wellness mm-hmm. stuff and how, what annoys us. Yeah. And, you know, I did think sometimes I look at these trainers and I go, yeah, they're. They're better than some of these holistic people. Yeah. Like the trainers are at least like, hey, here's something that works. Yeah, they're using it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And some of the holistic people are like, you got to love yourself. Yeah. And if you're not hungry, just stop eating. And you're like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't do that. This a, wo- yeah, that Zen master shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's not real life. Well, this woman, Autumn Calabrese, Calabrese, she came on and she's a fitness trainer. She's... An incredible shape, but she was like, I was like, what's one thing for the holidays? She goes, put together one plate. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's like a relieving, mm-hmm. actionable thing. So Yeah, like eat what you want in moderation. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. then when you say moderation, though, if someone goes, well, my version of moderate, the plate is the size yeah. of the plate. Yeah. If you bring out a bucket, all right, <laughs> one bucket. 
I hit it off with a guy at high school reunion type meetup this past summer. We weren't friends or even acquaintances back in high school, but we had some fun and flirty conversations that night. We exchanged numbers and tried to meet up over the summer, but it didn't wind up working out. And in the fall, he returned to the city two hours away to continue with graduate school. We ran into each other over Thanksgiving Eve and immediately hit it off again. He ditched his friends to stay and hang out with me and was going to come back to hang out at my house. But he eventually got a ride home with friends. He sent a text almost right away apologizing, saying that he would text me to hang out on Friday that weekend. Friday rolled around and no text. I eventually texted him on Saturday to try and make some sort of plan, but he apologized and said he had booked up uh, he was booked up with his birthday plans, but mentioned that he'd be out later that night. I lied and told him that we'd probably run into each other. Uh, told him we'd probably run into each other knowing fully well I'd be sitting on my couch watching reality TV. I'm clearly not expecting big things from this guy. He hasn't give, really given me a reason to, and logistically nothing would ever come out between us, but he seems like a fun person I'd just hang with or have some fun with. I guess my... My question is, why does he always seem to make plans with me in person and then dodge me later? Am I just someone to stroke his ego, or does he just really not want to hang out with me? A follow-up question, I'm assuming that I'll be seeing him out at local bars around Christmas. Any tips on how to handle that run-in? Thanks. Feathering all the way from Ohio. What do you think, Chloe? He's not interested. Plain not interested, or is he interested? He's interested in a hookup that he doesn't have to work for. Yeah. So when he was down to hang out and then he got a ride, he was like, oh, I'll just I'll take the ride. Yeah. At that moment, that's when it was like, OK, he, he didn't want to apply any real effort. You know what I love? I totally agree. And it's it's an interesting topic to like unpack because a lot of people will go like you or don't. Mm-hmm. And it's really not, you know, like is on a spectrum. Yeah. So it's like it's it's what you're saying is exactly correct. He didn't like you more than the work. Yeah. So, you know, she's going, well, the work, he was coming home with me that night Mm -hmm. and he bailed. Yeah. And it's like, I have been there so many fucking times. Because you think about the next day. The next day is like, I got to get up. I got to have the awkward conversation. (laughs) I don't want breakfast, bitch. I don't even like you. Where, where, what address is this? My Uber's coming. (laughs) Totally. And it's like a little bit of, it's an ego thing too, Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, and then if I sleep over, am I going to have to go out with her again this weekend? She'll really want to, because look at me, I'm such Mm -hmm. a great guy. Like not saying he is, but this is how he's thinking. Yeah. So it's like, I understand a lot of people write in for the why in other people's heads. The why in the, that guy's head is impersonal. Yeah. It's more like I'd fuck her, but not as much as I want to, to hang out with my guys and eat wings. Exactly. Or yeah. not as much, or not as much as I really don't want to get a cab from your house yeah. to my parents' house, explain to my parents what's going on. So you're, He's into you, but at a convenience level. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that you went to school with each other, that means there's a network of people who can fact check the things you ask about him after y'all have there, sex. There's questions to answer. Mm-hmm. There's, oh my God, you, we never even spoke to that person in high school. And it's not that you're like a nerd or a loser. It's just, there's a, you have to explain it to yeah. people. Everyone knows hometown shit. Everyone knows each other on a level that is like a little too close. Yeah. And it kind of stops you. Because once she says, oh, oh, my God, guess what? I hooked up with so-and-so. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, you know he has a girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Remember he, when he used to date blankety-blank? Yeah. And they still talk all mm-hmm. the time. We know that. Yeah. She, you know, so you're really, with someone like this, you're trying to get them over the hump of the baggage of high school yeah. combined with 
you're staying around your parents. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like as easy as like, come to my apartment. Oh, Uber home the next day. Yeah. You know, it's just different. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chloe Hilliard. Fuck your diet at Chloe underscore Hilliard. F your diet.com. Yep. It's in pre sale right now. Ooh, can. I like this one. Can a relationship survive a post-breakup hookup? Okay. Jared, love the podcast. It makes my morning showers and commute more tolerable. Feather, feather. I appreciate your advice on this issue. It doesn't involve dating apps, but is more related to longer relationship. I met my boyfriend of about two years ago, and we dated for roughly a year and a half. Initially, uh, we were in our 30s. I'm a lawyer, and he's a professor. We're neighbors. Things were going great at first. Then we got into a few arguments on one occasion. About a year in, he decided he would go out for a platonic night for drinks and dinner, so, for dinner and drinks solo with a female colleague, and I flipped out. Here's, he's somewhat reserved. I'm a bit more direct. I had met her many times in the past, and it always seemed like she was, high, she was hitting on him. He was very into me at the time and didn't really respond to her advances, but just made me uncomfortable. He's stubborn and he went anyways, blaming it on my trust issues. Fast forward to a few months later, several arguments took place and he broke up with me. Three weeks after we got back together, he seemed more committed to the relationship and invited me to uh, meet his parents over Christmas out of state, which he had never done before. He brought me flowers, etc. I was impressed. One night about a week or so after we made up, we had a few cocktails and I coaxed some truth out of him. He admitted that he had dated the colleague while we were broken up. Things even got sexual, but apparently they never had sex because he couldn't go through with it. I believe him. The man can't lie. This week, he had a work holiday party, and I wasn't invited because he was afraid I would confront her as I promised I would, I would if I ever saw her again. <laughs> I love that I thought that she was going to write, I promised him I would. No, I promised I would. If I saw her, I would say some shit. Um... Uh, as I promised I would if I ever saw her again. I don't think anything is going on with her. He said he's not even attracted to her. He just considered dating her because he was lonely. I was somewhat annoyed that this issue keeps haunting us. I just want to move on. So my questions are, can a man date a woman after a breakup and realize he wants uh, what he had before, notwithstanding the new sexual attention? And two, how can I stop thinking about this woman who was encroaching on my shit? Thank you in advance. You're the best. Uh, please don't use my name. <laughs> okay. Don't write it then. P.S. Additional info. Mm, okay. Mm. Oh, and the same email. I mean, this is quite, this is definitely a lawyer writing it. <laughs> this girl is not cute, but she's nerdy like him and into his field. However, I can't imagine anyone wanting to have sex with her. Mm -mm. Uh, we just talked about this. Don't be not. Don't, don't get. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I, it would probably require more work to keep me interested and I'm not involved in his field of work. Nonetheless, we have a fun banter that can go on for hours on a given night. Statistics don't turn me on. Uh, another thing she writes, I really like this guy and I want it to work out. Also, he sleeps at my place almost every night, night now and before. So I know he hasn't cheated on me unless you include the post-breakup attempted hookup. Said colleague is moving to accept another job. Good riddance. I love this guy and I'd like to keep him around. So what do you think? I like the email because it's just 
it's a real problem yeah. that people deal with. Um, I don't think she's handling it correctly. No, she's not. Wait, how long were they broken up for? It was. It doesn't. It didn't feel like it was that long. It wasn't that long. Um, like a couple. She's like a couple weeks. Right? So about a year in, he decided to go on a platonic night. So then uh, I met her. He was very into me. And then it went away. Fast forward a few months later, uh, we uh, he she he breaks up with her. So they they were she's writes three weeks later we got back together. Yeah, so, so three weeks, three weeks. So they dated for a year, got rocky. A few months later, they break up. Three weeks later, they're back together. Okay, so three weeks is not a long time, mm-hmm. but that also should let you know that that clearly the woman had sights on this man. And made herself available when she knew that he was no longer in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's probably one of those things where he was like, yeah, you know, me and my lady, we're not doing really well right now. We're actually broken up. And she's like, oh, let me know if you ever want to hang out. She she definitely had sights on him, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And he went along with it. But he couldn't go all the way through it because he realized that his heart is somewhere else. And I also think that's fine. I mm-hmm. think that's what dating is. I think that a lot of times people t- treat dating like marriage and it's not dating is to see if you are interested in this person yeah, yeah, and yeah. how better how much better of a way to know if you really want to commit to somebody is by having an option with somebody else and realizing that's not an option you want to take to figure it out yeah i i i i, I want to go back to something you said where it's like this woman had eyes for him yeah okay he's a part of that though mm-hmm. you know like i think like i think it's hard this the email or the woman writes in with a lot of like as if this, as if he was kind of like a plastic bag in the wind, yeah, and she just snatched him because mm-hmm. she wanted it. For her, for three weeks to be the opening, yeah, and for her and him to get together for some sort of dating situation where they didn't have sex but they got sexual, wall, yeah, he was kind of playing that a little bit. No, don't you think? I, I believe I believe that he was actually oblivious to this woman's advances because you think I've, so? I've been in situations like that where I've was dating a guy and he introduced me to a friend of his that was like a friend of his for like 10 years. Like, uh-huh. oh, this is my this is my closest girlfriend. Sure. I've known her for since college and after meeting her that night I was like, she's in love with you. And he was like, "No, she's not." I was like, "No, no, no. Sh- trust me. I'm not even saying this with yeah. like envy or jealousy." Like she's in love with you. There's a reason she's sticking around. Yeah, this is the reason why she's your friend. There's yeah. a reason why she drove up this here. Happens to hang out like, this yeah. happens male or female. This happens, yeah. But I think a lot of times men are really truly oblivious to a woman who's like enamored with them, and then it does. And it takes another woman to see the traits of it to bring it up. And so I believe, first of all, we don't know how long they've been colleagues. So what if they were colleagues for four years, and all of a sudden this girlfriend comes in? That means that the colleague already had eyes on him, and you came in. You came into the picture not her yeah. yeah so um i think also he probably didn't realize it until that three-week period that you know because the colleague was like this is my shot this is my three this is my my window it's to over go big or go home but do you think there's any chance that he was like like i guess i guess considering that mm-hmm. it would make sense that he's like reporting to his colleague yeah. things aren't going well yeah. uh yeah we actually broke up mm-hmm. like and then she was like oh shit and yeah. then their texts go from, hey, what are you doing? You know, and what's then, going on with course, the, the, the... And then they get back together and now the colleague is going to another job. Like, that is definitely... Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way because going to the other job is her being yeah, like... like, up, I had my the shot. The war's over. Yeah. Time it, to move on. Gotta go. Pack Time it up. Time to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I... 
Do you think there's a way for this woman to get over it? This woman, the girlfriend, has to get over herself in order to get over the situation. Because Explain she's, that. Because the, I didn't like the addendum, the very lawyer addendum at the bottom. She's like, she's not even that attractive. I know, I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like matter. you tearing down this other woman. It has no place in this scenario because it's all about people's connections and feelings. Yeah, and, and, and when she even ch- says she's like, I don't know statistics. This girl, maybe that's what he's into. I listen. I've had so many women tell me that like who they think is hot and who they think is not hot. Yeah. It's ve- it's way off. <laughs> it's <laughs> always there's like oh she's beautiful beautiful yeah. beautiful yeah. and you're like okay you're pushing too hard yeah. and then there's like guys think she's hot and it's like she's hot yeah <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think that when you when you when you have a situation like this and it's like another person another woman don't do that measuring game like no. she's not even that cute it doesn't matter she may suck a mean dick you don't know you don't know you don't know you know she may massage his back when he's taking a shit on the toilet yeah women do this shit <laughs> <laughs> you don't know oh she knows my move yeah uh, i i yeah women do that a lot to each other where it's like and and like they do that with like the next girlfriend mm-hmm. they'll see on Instagram and be like, they'll measure themselves against the guy. Yeah. It's like, it really isn't that personal. No. Like, I, I mean, and it's also, you know, you can probably admit to this when it depends on the stage a man is in his life. Mm-hmm. Cause the things that used to catch his eye when he's in his twenties, he wants nothing but to Absolutely. stay away from those things. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, and also like, you know, I mean, I've said this on this podcast a lot of times where it's like you go on the subway you, and like you can go, I'd fuck her, I'd fuck her, mm-hmm. I'd fuck her. I'd go, and go around the whole thing and you go, but all those mean different things. Just like the last guy who sees the girl home from high school. Yeah. Would I would I fuck her while also having to go home the next day to my parents' house? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? No. Would I fuck her and be in a long-term relationship? Yes. Yeah. You know, like you don't know. Yeah. There's, there's different flavors that, especially men, mm-hmm. were brutally disgusting and i you know, like, i just hope that the the girlfriend takes it upon herself to think about her relationship and realize that there's things that she can do if you're like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you don't have similar interests there is a certain level of compromise like you have yeah. to indulge them a little bit because that's a big part of their personality so mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like i don't like what he does i'm not interested it's just like when you get married and i've been together for 40 years you're gonna hear about his fucking job yeah you better perk it up well i would also say to her She's asking, can a man date a woman after a breakup and realize he what he wanted before? I think it's what we're also saying with the looks thing. It also relates to like, you can't put yourself against this date. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. your worth is has nothing to do with the, the date he went on because he was like, here it is. It's easy. It's someone who's interested in me. Yeah. How could I not unpack this bag? Yeah. Let he me went, see. It's an option. It, yeah. when, she. This may be my wife. I, exactly. And I don't think he went on the date and was like, she doesn't do lists like her. She yeah. doesn't, it wasn't about you. Yeah. So I think you have to kind of remove this person. You have to stop putting yourself on a Venn diagram with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, he's back with you. That's it. Yeah. You're back with him. You said you love him. You said you want it to work out. Live and let live. You got to like let go of this other person and, and understand that if he, you know, no one does what they don't want to do in general. Like no one spends time on things. They don't ever, uh, that they don't want to spend time on. No one does. Everyone's pretty, um, incentive based. Yeah. 
So think of that. Like if you would need to lean on something, he's there for you. Listen, I like the fact that he was very honest with her and he told her everything that <laughs> yeah. happened. And most people won't tell you. Most, not I don't want to say most, but some people won't tell you that. And they would have had you come to the motherfucking uh festival party <laughs> and look at this bitch in the yeah. face knowing he was sucking on her titties three weeks ago sure <laughs> j train podcast <laughs> at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com we're sponsor people Ooh, love this sponsor feels 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 you ever experienced stress have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week you're not alone many of us do personally i am a big i mean Getting to bed at night. It's tough. Tough. Yeah. Especially because our schedules change. Mm-hmm. It's not like 11 o'clock is the bedtime. No, no, no. Tonight's nine. Tomorrow's two. Tomorrow's one. The next night's midnight. So Feels is a great way. It's a premium CBD delivered Ooh. directly to your doorstep. I took Feels also in the morning. Um during the U Up Live tour every morning because we were traveling somewhere new. Good call. And with the hustle and bustle of getting to the airport, getting on the plane, it was just, you know what it did? It kind of like centered me a little bit. Yeah. I got to say, I did feel it. Just putting that, you know, a little bit of feels under my tongue before I went on the plane, before I left the house, it was like, here we go. It, the, you're not, this isn't just like zonking you. You're just a no. little mellower. It's, Way more takes me- the edge off. Especially when you're dealing with people on airplanes. It's just, it made it a little bit more zen. What does Feels do? Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, and pain, and sleeplessness. Uh, easy to take. Place a few drops of Feels under your tongue. Feel the difference within minutes. Real human support. If you're new to CD- CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. You feel better naturally. It feels uh, works naturally to help you feel better. No high or hangover addiction. There isn't a high. It's just like this mellowness. It comes over you. You feel it. It feels. Uh, membership. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, and you'll get 50, 50 percent off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash jtrain get involved with feels i think this is a great like new year's thing like chill you out if you're maybe taking like the month of january to stop drinking it's a good way to like you know wake up and feel like you're getting into the day feeling a little more zen feels.com slash jtrain 50 percent off that's a great deal let's do some more emails you ready chloe yes um Let's do how to uh, rules on dating your friend's ex. Mm, 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 She's mm, married. Mm, mm, mm. No, <laughs> let's hear the story. But Chloe I'm saying Hilliard's no. Here, at Chloe <laughs> underscore Hilliard. Fuck your diet. She's also saying fuck this dating situation. <laughs> uh, hi, J and J. Love the podcast. Oh, they've written into this to both podcasts. I don't like when they do that, but. 
They're trying to maximize their... I know. Well, we haven't answered this on you up, so we'll do this now. Love the podcast. Want to ask a question regarding dating someone's ex? Normally, I would always say this is a major no, but there are rule, uh, But are the rules all the same when one of them is happily married? For context, I'm 26. My friend is 32, and she is recently married. I was invited to the wedding in July, but couldn't make it. I've only known this girl for about two years, and now, so I've only ever known her with her now husband. I recently matched with a guy on a dating app. After doing the initial stalking, looking him up on Instagram and Facebook, I wasn't able to find anything about him because he was so private. I gave up and just figured I'd meet him for a drink and find out more about him the normal way, in person, speaking. My roommate finally found this guy via his Pinterest. Oh, my Mm-mm. God, women. Mm-mm. Yeah, you got to dig deep. Come on now. His Pinterest from 2014. Also very concerning. The dude has a Pinterest. At the time, it made some sense, I guess. I don't know. It depends what the boards are. Oh, that's true. And we finally linked him back to my friend who was married. It looks like they dated back in like 2015, but I'm not sure for how long or why it ended. I wouldn't have ever known they dated unless my roommate hadn't stalked him and found his info on social media. Now I feel like a bad friend for potentially going for drinks with my friend's ex-boyfriend. What are the rules here? Should I just skip this guy in order to never have issues with my married friend? Or is this something I should ask permission for? I wouldn't be upset that I fucked her. You should be upset that I had a laugh with her. (laughs) That's a very guy. I watched Marriage Story. Have you watched it? I have not watched it yet. That's from a a fight in the movie. Is that the fight where he doesn't know how to punch a wall? That everybody's Yeah, that's the the wall punch is crazy. They have been roasting him on Twitter. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Like actor, actors Twitter. Because, you know, like there's like different subgroups. Sure. Actors Twitter. It's like this scene is like every acting class 101 Oh really? Fight scene every cold. Let's yeah. Let me slam this fake door loud. (laughs) Yeah, and then it breaks too easily. Like he punches it with like his like fingers forward and the pinky, the pinky palm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he should have broken his hand. Uh, That's the only way. I think he and it was like mid strike. He was like, I really don't want to hit this. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go look this up. Um, Should I ask for permission? If you think I should skip it and get involved with this dude, how do I get out of this? I'm supposed to grab a drink with him on Wednesday. Help. Um, What do you think? You have to talk to your married friend to rehash this. um, She's known this woman for two years. Yes, was invited to the wedding, so she. Didn't go, mm-hmm. meets this guy who she dated in 2014, mm-hmm. which six years ago. So it is someone in her past, but it's someone in her past. And she's wondering, do you? how do you go about yeah, it? Yeah, you have to talk to your friend. You have to call her up mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is what happened. I met this guy online, which is cool because yeah. that's a very neutral thing. It's not like she sought out her ex-boyfriend. Totally. Um, and I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe you may have had a history with him. His name is Blah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've met for drinks. I mean, I didn't find anything. He doesn't have social media, so it was no way of me knowing, but I just ha- have a suspicion. I think you may. And based on that friend's reaction, yeah. it, you'll know everything you need to know totally if it's a visceral because also for your own protection and safety what if he's like a kooky person what if he's abusive what if he's an alcoholic like what if he has erectile dysfunction what if his breath stinks (laughs) what if his mom you know still does his laundry all of these things matter i i totally agree with you i think you go friend first absolutely um also it's okay like your friend who you're friends with Mm -hmm. so she's a lot like you 
is going to understand, yeah, we looked him up. We found him on Pinterest. You're on the Pinterest. Yeah. Like, she might have a laugh at that. And again, you're going to hear her reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, and here's what's probably going to happen. She's going to go, yeah, he wasn't the match for me. He's probably good. Like, 90% of the time, it's, it just didn't work out. He didn't want to get serious. Yeah. It never, you know, that's what it will be. Maybe he's different now. Mm -hmm. And gives you the inside track. Like, if you're willing to stalk this much. Yeah. If you're willing to go to Pinterest. But that's you not even. That's, hear not, more. that's not. Yeah, that's not even. A, I don't even think she'll be weirded out by the Pinterest thing. She'll be like, "Yeah, no. good for you. Good for you. You found. <laughs> of course, yeah, she'll understand that completely." Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. I love this. Considering the fuck your diet mentality. Yes. Where this is all personal. Uh, Chloe's book. You can find it. Some pre order right now. We're sponsored by Noom. Have you heard of Noom? No, I have not. I. Love Noom. This is the total opposite of uh, intuitive eating and, you know, <laughs> maybe you can pray to a fucking ghost and it will help you lose weight. Noom is an app that basically is there to just keep teaching you. Every morning, it gives you a little nudge in your side. Hey, have you had your breakfast? Have you logged your meals? Oh, that's great. It has workout, uh, it has workout communities that tell you types of workouts to do eating things a, a law it's a one place to like do all your mm -hmm. wellness stuff um it's and it's all about changing habits mm. which is the hardest thing in the world to do getting in shape isn't just about losing weight it's about it's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life finally getting into those gold jeans being more in tune with your body's needs or practicing more self-care what if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps and workout or cal uh, training apps or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated. I here's what I'll say about Noom. The Noom's big thing is weigh yourself every morning. Okay, that's good for some, good for others, but it is gonna give you that little nudge, that little pop up notification mm -hmm. on the phone that you check every day. Saying, hey, this is still a part of your life. Yeah. And sometimes I think that's the hardest thing. Like, I'll have a good week, and then the next week, I'll have a drink on a Sunday night, and then all of a sudden, I'm drinking every day. Yeah. And it's like, by the end of that week, you go, oh, I got to go back to that other week I had. <laughs> and it's like, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. Noom is never going to let you lose yourself. Always a nudge on your side. And it's a free app to download. It has so much to do on there, whether you like buy up or not. It's very good, um, and it's a habit-changing solution that helps us learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. One of the things I love that it does is it has like fun facts every day. Like mm -hmm. I, I reference this one where it's like they'll be like a craisin versus a grape. A craisin is a dried food that you're gonna have more of. A grape has a lot of water in it. It's gonna fill you up more. Oh. Good to know. That's a little nugget. Yeah. yeah. That the next time you come at the face of crazy and grape, <laughs> you make the right decision or the one that's right for you. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. And right now, we're heading towards that new year. This is the time to sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J train. That's Noom.com slash J train. You really have nothing to lose. Visit Noom.com slash J train to st start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash J train. Noom.com slash J train. The last weight loss program you'll need. It's just a great 
app to go and search around. If anything, go take a dance around the app. Noom.com slash JTrain. Can I ask why someone ghosted me? No. I was <laughs> context. I was ghosted by a guy recently that I still see all the time. We met through mutual friends, so I would uh, so would tangentially hang out. We went on a couple dates that seemed to go well. Slept together a couple times, then all of a sudden, radio silence. I texted a couple times, then got then got the picture. Now a couple weeks post ghosting, he pretends nothing happened when I see him, which is annoying as fuck. Literally, we we're in the same we we're at the same friendsgiving. Friendsgiving last week and he was just chatting to me randomly through throughout the night I just kind of smiled and would go stand somewhere else question am I allowed to text and be like hey what the fuck why would you do uh, why would you go why did you ghost me but probably phrase nicer <laughs> I like that she's like what the fuck no but nicer <laughs> I am genuinely curious but also want to call him out a bit I get he was probably not feeling it and just wanted to skip over the awkward uh, part but a simple text would have sufficed especially since we see each other so often. Uh, so what do you think? Can, she's, can she call out a ghoster? No, you had your opportunity when you were with him face-to-face. That's the time to do it. Mm. That's the time like, to do it in a very chill way. Like, yo, bro, you're talking to me like, like you didn't just go. Like, what's, what happened? It's funny to like, it's funny to talk to him like he's talking to you like he's in one of those movies where he got amnesia. Yeah. And like the, the the real answer would have been like, hey mm-hmm. hey, do you remember fucking me? Yeah, you know like like to get that face to face. Yeah, but the same reasons that she didn't say anything at the party mm-hmm. is the reason he ghosted her. Yeah, because it's tough to tell. Be like, what the you're asking for conflict. Also, I think you're it's in your backups like the information you gave. It's like you met through mutual friends. Yeah, and he probably ghosted you because it would have complicated the circle of friends. Like yeah, if he, if he had dogged you out, it wouldn't have been sure. a good look. If he, if he, you know, try, if he's dating other people and it gets back to you, it's not a good look. So it's kind of like a panic thing where it's just like, let me. Yeah. It's all insecurities. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's why I don't advise her to ask why. Yeah. Don't ask. He why. doesn't have an answer. No. His answer is the same as yours. He, uh, all of our answers every day. I'm an insecure fuck who doesn't know what to fucking say to people mm-hmm. that I had a sexual relationship with. Yeah. I, I understand that. Here's what you can do. And and I think all post-ghosting texts are for you, not them. Yes. It's not. It's for you, not why. You're not going to figure something out. He's not going to text you back and you're not going to go, you're not, you're not going to go, well, the reason I found love in my next relationship is because my ex who yeah. ghosted me told me what was <laughs> wrong with me. That's never going to happen. So... I do understand the need to put like a button on it. Mm-hmm. If I were her, your your text is wrong. I mean, a lot of text them and be like, "Hey, what the fuck? Why did you ghost me?" No, 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 no. No, I wouldn't even said. text them. I wouldn't text them because the fact that you have mutual friends means that you'll see him. I've had a guy ghost me, and mm-hmm. then we would for some reason like he actually lives in my neighborhood. We met online, and we realized we lived in the same neighborhood, and then we dated for a couple months, maybe like two, three months, hooked up and all that stuff. And then after he ghosted me, and mm-hmm. then for some reason, for like a year after that, I would see him all the fucking time yeah. in our neighborhood. And every time he saw me, it'd be like hey, he'd be with another woman. He'd be like, "Hey, Chloe, what's how you doing?" And I'd be like, "Get out!" Of, I would be like, "Get out of my face!" Yeah. What do you want? Like, and he would laugh well, it off. It's like, "Why are you talking to me?" Stop talking. You said that to him. Yeah. 
I'm like, why are you talking to me like you didn't just... But this is the equivalent of what I kind of think she should do for yeah. her. Yeah. Just for her mental health. Yeah. Because she, I think, like, this isn't... Anytime you text someone who goes to you, it has to be for you. Be yes. as selfish as they were to ghost. Yeah. So if I were have that version of mm-hmm. that with it, like, like, I would send this text if I'm her. Hey, um, we're cool. Yeah. We're cool. Yep. You don't have to worry about seeing me in public, but it fucking sucks that you acted like we didn't have anything happen. Mm-hmm. You never, uh, you never broke up with me. You sat me. I sat here sitting here waiting for a text from you that never came back. And now you act like nothing went on. I'm cool to see you in public, but just know what you did was shitty. Yeah. And there's a better way to go about that, but it ain't going to be with me. Yeah. And I think that's like one of those things where it's at least when you, you see them, them out. Like you let them off the hook by letting them know that you you are annoyed, but you're not yeah. enraged. You're not going to seek some emotional revenge. It's no. not going to be a scene. But just like I know, you know that I know that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And I don't need to have this like fake smiling moment. Like we saw each other. You didn't even mention it. You could have apologized seven different times. Yeah. You could have been a man seven different times along the way. And instead, you casually ignored yeah. that you were inside of me once. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's the way where you're like, at least you can free the spirits from your body. Yeah. But see, that's the thing I've noticed like that, like, but but the kind of guy that he seems to be like him talking to her Mm. in that situation, he is a sociopath. Sure. Because it's like, I know that I did you wrong, but the world still sees me as this great guy. For sure. Here I am chatting you up. Our friends will not believe that I did some fucked up shit to you because we were just kikiing at the holiday party. Yeah. And it's just all about the optics. It's all about still looking like they're a good guy. Yeah, because you might want to hook up with someone else at the front. Yeah. Know, another mutual friend. Yeah. I, I, I just think like with this situation, it happens all the time where someone's like, what answers can I get? You're not going to get any None. answers. But you can like let someone know that they you're not an option to come back to yeah so i think that's what like you because a lot of bridge. yeah a lot of this is him going yeah we're cool maybe we'll hook up again no 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 no, no, no. bridge is no. burned j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com how many, we got time for one more we do one more email we're here with chloe hilliard at chloe underscore hilliard fuck your diet that's the book. Yeah, it's coming out in January. Pre-order now. You're gonna love it. Oh, and I'm going on tour too. But we'll we'll talk about that. What are you going on tour? I'm going on tour. I'll be in Chicago at Zany's January fifth and sixth. We got a big Chicago crew. Oh yes. Go see Chloe. We love Zany's. Yes. Huge fan of that club. So that's a Monday and a Tuesday. Um, at my book will be sold there. So if you don't want to do the pre-order, you can buy it there. I'll sign it. We can take pictures. Love it. Love it. Love um, it. Then I'll be at Gotham Comedy Club January tenth and eleventh. Love Gotham. Another place we love. Yes. Yes. That's where I probably first met you was at Gotham Comedy probably, Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after that, I'll be at the DC Comedy Loft, followed by typewriter dynasty in la then i'll be going to san francisco and boston and these are all our hot spots yes. so go check out chloe you have a what's the website the website everything is on f your diet everything's f your diet all the tour f your diet.com f your diet.com chicago new york la san- boston san francisco all of my favorite cities i love it uh we're sponsor people before we go to the last email me undies me undies me undies here's the time of year refresh that underwear drawer Mm -hmm. right shelby oh yeah 
I love MeUndies. By this time of year, the planners and the Virgos of the worlds have clicked off everything on their list, while the rest of us last-minute people are running around like psychos trying to figure out what to get everyone. I think MeUndies is a great gift. It's fun. It's uh, It's got personality. I think to buy for yourself is a great thing because if you're hooking up with someone, all of a sudden you derobe and there's a funny underwear there it's like the punchline of the joke that you never told throughout the night um you know how it's like the cliche thing like oh i got socks and underwear for yeah yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is like this is, uh, oh, i actually want it elevated love it so it's cold out it's uh it's dark out at like four hello darkness my old friend meandies wants you to know that it's okay to not leave the house as uh as much this winter in sizes X or small to 4XL with plenty of brand new products, the options for getting cozy are endless. Ooh, yeah, they got a lot of cozy options. When they say cozy, they mean it with me undies that are the with undies that are three times softer than cotton in the cutest wintry prints and colors. That's like really soft. This holiday season, cozy up in their new robes for men and women. Ooh, treat yourself, treat your feet in their new soft slippers. And of course, match the whole fam with their cute new baby bodysuit. Okay. So they got a great gift offer for my listeners. First time purchasers, you get 15. That's one five, 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Here we go. I'll give you the, the choice of the titles. You ready? Okay. Okay. Boyfriend acts single was offered money to hang out, and I am I misreading things? What's up with ex hookups watching your snap stories? Red flag or deal breaker? Does my boyfriend hate my vibrator? Longtime friendship fell apart. Uh, am I picky or do I just hate everyone? Bad kiss or bad connection? What to DM an old crush? FedEx weed hemp story? Oh, that's a that's a news update. Different ideas about what counts as cheating. Pregnant and dating. Swipe right on my hot boss. Will I get fired for or even high before I'm even hired? Any of these speak to you? <laughs> yeah, the first one about the the money and the boyfriend. That one. Yeah, that boyfriend sounds, acts single. That sounds crazy. Oh wait, is oh, that the retract my email? I've solved my own problems. <laughs> first of all, you open it up and it's like 19 paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The first was sent at 12:17 a.m. And then it was her retraction was sent at 8.56 a.m. Look at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> Never she mind. woke up. She was hammered. Rhoda's a fucking. Help me. Okay. So we'll just skip that one. She solved her own problems. <laughs> Look at. I'll read one passage from hers. Okay. The, our Instagrams suck. And I don't want a celeb look like because they're wrong a lot. How would they Get know? Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> How would she know? She doesn't know if they're wrong. Get them out of here. We Get give celebrity look like Shelby has a very good talent yeah. of yeah. seeing this. We don't give out the names. We just look <laughs> and he gives a celebrity. A dumb, stupid dope. <laughs> Mr. President might be right. Okay. So we're going to delete that one. Yes. Um, any others? Um, pregnant and dating. All right. Let's go to that. Thanks for all you do. 
I'll get to it. I'm, a, I'm certain you haven't covered this question and it may not apply to all your audience, but it might be interesting for the older crowd. I'm 38, been in some long-term relationships, but lately just short flings and no one I choose to spend my life with. I know I want to be a mom, so I've decided the time is of the essence. Men in relationships will always be there, but my ability to have children were not. And so I've been decided to do it on my own. I, along with my amazingly supportive family, very expensive sperm, and a fertility, doc- fertility doctor will make it happen. And I'll give my child or children the best life. My question comes to dating. Shall I disclose this information in my plan for the upcoming year or just date and keep it to myself? How would you be- want to be told that this and what point should it be shared and how would the, the bell curve of men take this news? Not looking for a relationship, but still open to dating and enjoying someone's company during this process. Thanks in advance. Keep up the great work. What do you think? Well, I also am 38 and no children. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have any desire to have any at this moment. So I'm not like I'm not doing preventative measures like she is here. I haven't frozen my eggs, which is like all the rage now. I guess they have a coupon on Groupon for that shit. Do Um, they really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my girlfriends, <laughs> a lot of my friends are freezing their eggs. And they're like, yeah, you should freeze your eggs because you're getting older. I'm like, yeah, if whatever God's want, it's his will <laughs> it's at his this will. point. I do understand that there's a lot of women doing like the egg freezing. But I, yeah. the Groupon thing is hilarious. Just that <laughs> like to tell your kid at some point, yeah, right? you were a good, you were a deal. Yeah. I saw the ad. I yep. had to take it. Yeah. yeah. I heard a, I got an ad on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> This Jewish guy screamed promo code J train. <laughs> and I was like, ah, listen, watch, take watch the some, deal. Listen, in like four months, you'll have an ad about like freezing your eggs. I'm I sure it. have no doubt that that is coming. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> egg train. Yeah, egg, egg train. train. Um, but I do think that what what's going to happen is the male ego is going to kick in. And I mm. think either you'll meet guys who are like, well, I, I don't want children, so I'm good on that and have fun with your journey. Or you're going to meet a guy who's like, I have sperm. Let's mm. just see what this goes and i'll be down to have a kid in like a year or two and so that does that mean will you be willing to prolong this a year or two to see if that this guy is a good candidate yeah i that's interesting i didn't think of it that way because um because we're different people but also um i i it would be interesting to me like I, i understand where she'd be like like i wouldn't want to be like if a guy was like let's see in a year i want you to have my baby in a year or two and the guy's like yeah, I'm going to break up and now she's 40 and she's yeah, you know, kind of like not gotten to her goal, which mm-hmm. this does sound like a goal of hers. And yeah. she's like I got my family involved. Like her email's very positive. Yeah. Like it it's not like like the, like the, her email I, I I'm like this is she's made the decision. Yeah, I feel like in this situation you should just go ahead and have the baby. And then date as a single mom. It's one thing to date as a single mom than it is yeah. to date as a pregnant woman or trying to get pregnant woman. I think it's a lot different. Yeah. I think the ego of men will more go towards she's looking for a dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she needs some help. And yeah. I that's not fair because she seems pretty self-sufficient from mm-hmm. her email. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, see, I don't want to tell her not to go date. No, but it sounds like she's trying to do both. And I think you need to prioritize. If, yeah. you're, if your main focus is having a child, then do everything to, to make your environment and your community help you and support you for yeah. this child. And then you can think about dating after the child. I'm with you. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, it would be a lot for me to be like on a date with someone and them going, well, I'm, yeah, like I think like this is like a one thing after another. Yeah. Get yourself together with the baby. And like, listen, we've had single parents on this podcast and 
a lot of them, like, I'm just thinking of like Chris Stefano, mm-hmm. who when he talks about like girls he goes out with, he's got a child at home, and he yeah. talks about girls he goes out with and women he sees, and he's like, it's a little more freeing because he he says he likes dating single moms because the priorities are already in check. Yeah, the and list no one's is already take made. Offense to you saying I can't make it tonight. My girl, my daughter has a cold. Exactly, and I yeah. and I'm sure there's a little bit of this woman that's like. Hey, I want to have a little bit of fun before I know I'm going to have to stay home with my baby. Yeah. If that's the case, you might not be ready for a baby. Yeah. You know, like, so, and I'm not saying, she seems ready. I think, like, the idea that, but yeah. I also think, like, what what frees you up most to meet great people is when you're not trying to meet great people. Yes. So, like, if you're concentrating on the baby, you're you're setting up the room, you're setting up the house, you're going out with friends and having, you know, like, your one glass of wine a week, Mm -hmm. and you're, like, just reconnecting with them because you know in a couple of months it's going to be more baby time than friend time. I think you're going to meet guys out in that type of scenario, Mm -hmm. and they're going to go, what's your deal? And you go, well, I'm actually having a... like, Like... it won't feel like this like coming out process yeah, as much. Because it's your truth and you should tell your truth and then see how people respond to it. Yeah. Because also it seems like she's trying to like hedge her bets. It's like, well, I could still potentially meet a good guy while I'm trying to get pregnant. Yeah, you and don't. I like, don't. I think you got to put that aside. Yeah. I, I think you can meet a good guy at any point mm-hmm. doing anything. But I think when you I think the problem with dating apps is that it makes it so interviewish. Yeah. It takes the fun of meeting someone out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's and she's asking this question in kind of the context of dating apps where it's like, well, when do I yeah. come out with this information? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you kind of remove yourself from that world and someone approaches you out at dinner, let's say someone comes up to you and the guy says, hey, let me get your number. And you get his number and you go, and he's like, and then that would be more natural yeah. to talk about like, well, actually my life, like when you came up to me, I'm actually trying yeah. for a baby. Yeah. And he can go, wow, what, what made you do? You know, now the, instead of like under the pretense of like, I swiped you and I want to be with mm-hmm. you and also here's your baby. You know? Like, yeah. Because also it sounds like she's going to have the baby regardless if she, if she meets a guy or not. Absolutely. So yes. it's just a matter of telling them like, hey, you're great, but I'm still, I have the sperm on ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think totally right and i you know i've given this advice to other people when they're like well i'm dealing with there's this one girl and then there's another girl and then i'm not, and i'm trying to get my work done it's like i right, break up you know you have to do things in order yeah not all we're all human you can't handle seven thousand things at no. once this is a child you bring it into the world you got your family on board what are you gonna do bring your you know you're gonna go to your family like hold on but i i gotta go get drinks to, first of all I'm all saving that my money, one wine for you this said dude it's a lot of money Pe- yeah. people did a gofundme for your womb bitch you better <laughs> have this baby <laughs> j train podcast at gmail.com chloe elliott thank you for yes. coming on fantastic thank you so much <laughs> feather nation studios loves you um Chloe underscore Hilliard. It's fyourdiet.com. January 2020 is when the book comes out, but you can get it in pre-sale yes. right now. Uh, Classic Shelb, thank you for popping on, helping out. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. Uh, let's talk some tour dates. Um, when does this come out? This is coming out Christmas Eve. Ooh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I love a Merry Christmas. 
Um, oh, I love Christmas Eve. I, I do shows every Christmas Eve. Yeah. You do those shows. I used to do, I haven't done them in a while because you have to rotate the non-Jewish people in for the, the Jewish <laughs> Christmas Eve show. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, I, I ask for that show. It's I love doing show. that show. I, I have so much fun. I, oh my God. I, maybe I'll do it next year. I, I, I email them like packed in out. August. Packed out. Two yeah. sold out. They may do three. Is it three this year? It's two, I think. Two sold out wall to wall. Jews. Jewish Christmas. Get a life, Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're in New York, I'll be at Gotham tonight. Um, I'm also going to be back at Gotham, um, I think in March or April, headlining a weekend. So get involved with that. But for real, um, this weekend, I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, and then next weekend, I'll be in Naples, Florida. And then two weeks after that, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, and then a month uh, from now, I will be in Buffalo, at Helium in Buffalo. So listen, the whole point of this podcast is to have some fun, introduce you to comics, introduce you to what they're doing. And for you to come out to some shows, see what we're doing. This is what we do. So come on out, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.